Deep breath in. Podcasting breath out. Podcasting breath in. Podcasting breath out. Oh. I think this is going to be a good one. I know it will be. I'm going to keep my energy up and my pants down. (laughs) 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 I'm podcasting in my uh, long johns because I was just snowboarding. So I'm just wearing my long underwear. Here's the thing about that that I was thinking, though. I had it was uncomfortable to get rid of it, but I had one of those boring snow boring i had one of those um union suits you know the red suits that's just like one piece thing yes with a flap on the back yes and mine didn't have a flap in the back but it had so you like just a shit right in it <laughs> no no yep. it had, that's listen, the rule listen it had a button no flap it had shit a in your own lap that just opened a like along the butt crack sort of hole what so it wasn't even a flap it just had a, a, a button vertical. like an electronic button no, no, no. Did it opened up like at the beginning of Get Smart. <laughs> Listen, it had a vertical opening that yeah, was buttoned like closed. Like and these so steel could, doors that would open up at different angles. It was like one that would open up sideways and the two would open up. Then let it would me be get like to my point. 007. Do you think in the history of humankind that anyone actually used the butt flap and pooped out of it? Oh, like, yeah. That's nuts. But mine, cool. mine was crazy. Mine was just the, like, a, like I say, a vertical flap. And you would just have to, you'd have to hold it open and stick your butt out because it wasn't a flap that flapped down. It just opened up. Dude, every <laughs> coal miner in the history of the United States has shit through that flap. <laughs> That's so crazy. Can you imagine? I imagine Yosemite Slam exclusively shitting through a flap. He's not real, though. But, you know, his character. Oh, this is some good morning snacking. Just first of all, make the make the make the theme song and then make the morning snackings. one that i want to talk about that i was driving around today i had a bad day obviously yeah. um well it's not out, obvious to the the listeners it's, it's obvious, obvious to us. You found out that the car that i had that was thought could be repaired as being total sucks yeah I, yeah i was wondering about that from the beginning i didn't want to ask about it i knew it was sensitive but um so but but uh yeah, anyway we don't need to get into it yeah no we don't need to get That's into it but yeah. i started thinking about uh, music and things like that. And then it brought me back to this. I'm going to tell a little bit of a story here, but it it's, it starts with this right here. I dreamed about killing you again last night and it felt all right to me. All right, that... First line in that song via Chicago by Wilco. It's insane. 
It, it is, but it also is a um, pivotal moment in my life of a music appreciation. Yeah. Because, I mean, I grew up obviously in the 80s listening to all that fucking garbage bullshit. It was all like love songs, you know, like I love you and he, here's a metaphor for how I love you and all that bullshit, right? Yeah. There was good stuff in the 80s too. I, I wasn't listening to it. Yeah, and then, well, I was some, yeah, anyway. Then I started getting back into, I got really into Zeppelin. Really yeah. into Zeppelin. Yeah, me too. Um, and did the old classic rock thing for a while, Pink Floyd, you yeah. know, that type of shit. So good. Um, and then I just got right into Fish and the Dead. Yeah. And that's really where really, I mean, I've always loved music. I've always loved watching MTV since like 83 when we got it. Um, yeah. Martha too. Quinn, Mark Goodman, all those. Oh, people. I love Martha Quinn. Um, I mean, I was in love with Martha Quinn. Nina Blackwood, all those people used to love it. Um, but in none of that time when I was listening to it, and then especially with Fish and the Dead. Yeah. I never actually thought of the character in the song as being the lead singer. In his I real always life. think that. I always think that. It I don't know never, why, because I write songs that aren't that, but it's still just, I don't it know. It never always, occurred to me. But I think everyone thinks that. There's some, I don't know if it's a book I read or if it's in that documentary. Which documentary? I Am Trying to Break Your Heart. Oh, yeah. This is not from that album, but it, there's. it's either from that or a book I read or something where... There's a scene in real life. I mean, they're replaying re an actual occurrence where Jeff Tweedy comes in and sings those words in the studio yeah. for the band. And they all look at him and they're like, are you okay, man? Yeah. And that moment of humanity just flipped, flipped this switch in my head where I was like, holy shit. Like, and he these songs could be no, he was, <laughs> but these, these songs could be how the person is actually feeling. Yeah, and he Tweety actually thing. was going through that yeah, and really yeah. did want to kill his wife. Yep, and that never fucking occurred to me until I saw or read about that moment. I don't remember if I saw it or read it, but in that moment, that was when I first realized that could be the case. And man, did that open up a whole new aspect of music yeah. for me. But I don't know when, I don't know how you know when that's happening, when it's not happening. I think a lot of, I think most people have the opposite of experience, opposite experience of what you're saying in that they assume that everything, like I've written a lot of songs and I, I send a lot of songs out to my friends and they're like, I sent out like a group of songs one time to my friends and, my, and one guy's like, oh, you just had to get off the, get that off your chest, huh? I'm like, Wait, no, that wasn't, that's not, I just made that shit up. That was just like a character, you know? So, but, but people will never believe that, that what I was making up a character wasn't about me. And then in some, in some, but the thing is, see, I always thought the exact opposite, but the thing is on some level, how can that song not be the songwriter? Like it had, how can it be outside their experience? 
How can you, you know, write a song? If you had asked me that at the time, I would have been like, yeah, people write about what they know. You know, like people rap, you know, that's always a thing, you know, during that whole Tipper Gore thing. Look, I'm rapping about what I know. I'm rapping yeah. about what I see. I, I always understood that from the from the early 80s when rappers were saying that. And I was listening to like UTFO and shit like that. But yeah. I, I, but it never sunk in. It never hit me that, that it could be that person so much. And it was that moment that where they're like, it, it, it's him so much that the people hearing the song are worried about him. Yeah. Like that level of connectivity never fucking occurred. But that like me. should have been the case probably with someone like Sid Barrett, right? Like, well, yeah. anyway, anyway, we're getting off track here, but to, to pull it back, when I, when I heard that, it made me rethink of why I liked a lot of the people that I liked and what I liked about music. And to me, it was, I went back and I realized there there are people that I like I gravitate to that Wilco. I gravitate to Elliot Smith. I gravitate to people who died young, right? Because of their own demons. I've always I've because about, those about, people hold on. So what because, about real people that you know? I mean, what about like friends? Is that is that true of like I mean not the no, people no, have it's, like, no, it, and it's 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 specific to music. I mean, I was I like authentic people just in general, but specifically yeah. to the music because when when you are that type of person, I think you can't help but be authentic when you're performing. And that to me is ultimately what it comes down to is the authenticity. Yeah. And so people like Nick Drake, add him to the list. Oh man. Yeah. So good. You know, I mean, though they all yeah. died. From Definitely. Deep, like you right? said, Sid Barrett, Nick Drake, um, Elliot Smith. Um, and you know, yep. and that's, and that's where I want to go with this, which is that in quarantine, yeah. it has been, I have, you know, it's, it's not, I mean, there, there have been some dark times in quarantine. I'm just not, not for sure. And so, um, I want, I start to, I've always also wondered why do I like, why does sad music like Elliot Smith, Nick Drake, that type of stuff, why do I want to listen to that? Like yeah. when I listen to it, it doesn't make me feel sad. No. It's a different feeling and it's, it, it's a connection, but it's, it's the authenticity, right? And when I, when I hear that type of stuff, it makes me feel the most. Right. It's not good or bad, but it just makes you feel so much that it's it's a good feeling just feeling that much. Right. It it depends. I have a hard time with it sometimes because I am a pretty deep feeling person. So so when when I'm listening to that stuff, sometimes it's it's too much. I can't I can't I can't do it. But when I can do it um, for me, I, I love, you know, Sid Barrett. I love uh, Nick Drake. I love Elliot Smith. I love all those guys Mm -hmm. at certain times but for me uh the reason i go back to it is because i want to know i want to hear my feelings expressed in a way that can help me understand them and understand that someone else feels the same way the connection uh it's a connection but it's also understanding myself yeah a connection to someone else that someone else feels that same way and and that humanity and there's comfort in that Right. Yes. Yes. But then also I want to, I want to hear, I want to hear, I'm listening to their words and I'm saying, I'm just hoping, praying that, can you give me some, 
perspective on what I'm going through right now. And then they do. And it's amazing. And then that's when you're like, yes, now I feel that's how I'm feeling. You're putting into words. I couldn't put it into words, but you've done it. And now it's amazing. And and now, now I, and now I feel better about that. And, and so, yeah, but, but there, but the most of the, I would say most of the time, because I am such a deep feeling person because I, because I feel things so deeply. Like I, sometimes I just like think about my friends or my family and I just, and I just love them so fucking much. I'm just like, Oh, I'm going to fucking explode, you know? And it just hurts. It mm-hmm. just fucking hurts. You know, when someone else is going through something painful or difficult, you told me you had a difficult day today. I'm just like, fuck, I, I don't know what to do. And then I fuck it up and then it makes me <laughs> upset. Fuck then, it up. I was just fucking with you. No, I know, but I'm just saying that happens, you know, like you, like your kids are upset and you, and you get so upset that your kid's upset and then you like, you fuck it up because you're so upset, you know, right. or whatever. And then, and then it's just like, you feel so deep, like I could go listen to Elliot Smith right now and maybe he'll fucking understand how I, you know, what, what that this deep pain is that I'm having and, and uh, yeah. And uh, yeah. All right. I'm loading up the songs right now. I think this is going to be another fun one. Nice. Short songs. Okay. Oh, no. No jams? I need jams. Dude, you got to give me some jams. Damn it. With the flap in it? <laughs> some jammies with the flaps. <laughs> um, I just think this is, this is going to be an interesting one. Good. Good. Uh, 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 uh. Okay. I'm all set. So, uh, <laughs> I think this is going to be a fun one. Let's just let it rip. First version ever, and then we'll nice. see what it is. I like when we get those. Call this one the pump man for reasons of his own. <laughs> like the beginning already. Jerry's playing. Well, now he's playing a lead, but he's just 
different strumming chords. Right? The whole time. Three chords. Until now. Still chords. No, I know, but different ones. Right. <laughs> but it's just been that. changes, I feel like, even though there's just that simple riff. You hear that part, that dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, of course. Yeah. They don't, they don't play it like this ever again. Oh. This is, at least not on this show, they don't. I mean, sometimes between this song and this version, the next version, completely changes. This is a song I'm, I'm, I'm not super familiar with this song. I know the song, but I don't know that much about it. This will be good. It's like an Almond Brothers style solo. Yeah. Yeah, this is very, very loose. Yes. Doesn't feel super rehearsed. So crazy what that sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> Hearing the organs, assuming uh, it's pig pen. I mean, organ. yeah. I mean that. <laughs> yeah. That was so just crazy. by the seat of their pants. They they barely pulled that one off right there. <laughs> That's February eighteenth, nineteen seventy one, at the Capitol Theater, Port Chester, New York. Greatest story ever told. Greatest story ever told. Fifth fifth song in the first set. I know very, I am, this is a song that, I, I mean, did they play it that much? Is it that, I, mean, I, I just feel like it's not something I'm very familiar with. I don't know why. I hear you. This is I hear not you. a song I know very well. I hear you. So I played this um, song, I chose this song for a, a bunch of reasons. Number one, I wanted to do a, a Bob Weir song. Yeah. We hadn't given him, I don't think any love yet. And I and I wanted nope. to do one, but I also wanted to find one that really spanned a long time frame. And if you go yeah. back to the early Dead albums, Oxamoxa, Anthem of the Sun, um, Live Dead, <laughs> you know the first Grateful yeah. Dead album, um, yeah. there's there's fucking not a lot of Bobby songs on there, and they don't like last a long time if they do exist. I, I, they, don't, know, they don't. Well, they're just. I mean, there's like Born Cross-eyed. That was oh, that was yeah. around for like one year. Uh, yeah. Of course, there's the other one, which we're not going yeah. to. We haven't tackled yet. We're not tackling oh. tonight. But oh. <laughs> I mean, there's not a lot of Bobby songs out there. So um, I chose this one. I've always liked it, but I had never yeah. heard that version before. Nope. Um, that version is crazy. But yes. the other reason I wanted to play this song is because this song appears on a Grateful Dead album that is not called the Grateful Dead album. And that is the Bob Weir album Ace. Oh, Came yeah. out in May 72. And it is the Grateful Dead. I mean, it is the Grateful Dead. It's it's Bob, it's Jerry, it's Keith, it's Bill, it's Phil, it's Donna. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the fucking Grateful Dead. But it was released as a Bob Weir album, and it has a mm -hmm. bunch of Bobby songs that came out of this album and 
you think that they were that these are Grateful Dead songs that were on a Grateful Dead album. A lot of them were not. It's it's. Did they all become uh, Dead songs? Well, yeah, every fucking one. Well, except maybe <laughs> except maybe one. So maybe seven out of eight. So greatest story ever told. Yeah, Black Throated Wind, great song. The third one. I thought Black Throated Wind was on um, Working Man's Dead. No, it's on no. this. Oh, weird. Um, the third song, Walk in the Sunshine, that's a little, that's probably, that's where goes, look out, here comes some free advice. Uh, playing in the band <laughs> is on Ace. No. Looks like Rain, Mexicali Blues, One More Saturday Night, and Cassidy. Huh. One More Saturday, is One More Saturday Night original or is yes. it a cover? Oh, my goodness. We wrote that one himself. Oh, he's a genius. He really is. <laughs> and a lot of stuff. <laughs> As for yeah. as crazy as he is, I mean, he looks wild. He's spacey. He's out there. But <laughs> yeah. but anyway, this album, if you only have Grateful Dead albums and you don't have Ace, you don't have every Grateful Dead album. So go out and no, get Ace. True. It is awesome. It's a great huh. fucking album. But anyway, let's hear this version of the song from the album. Right? Yeah. Here we go. Let's do it. So this came out in May of 72. It was recorded first couple months of of 72 so wait a minute what went can you uh the remind first me what, time what, we heard was february of 71 so we're a year okay. later right they played so it that's a why bunch was, of times in yeah. 71 they played it so wait but it, so then i mean if they're playing it at dead shows it kind of is a dead tune if, if, they're, oh, yeah. if they're road testing it before oh, it goes yeah, on yeah weird absolutely yeah. that's what i'm thinking i mean the mexicali blues i mean all those songs you know it's like come on yeah but ace is all the song it's all the dead songs that bobby would sing they put them on the yeah. fucking ace album but anyway, yeah. li- listen, you people today think of the dead as playing different sets every Kids night. these days. Right? Kids, am I right? Am I right? Let, Kids these days? Let me run off a little murderer's row of greatest story ever told. February 1871, February 1971, February 20, February 21, 23, 24. Oh, they just I mean, did they it just, up the wazoo. Yeah, April 6, 8, 12, 13, 14, 15, 22, 24, 29. I mean, they, they were repeating some songs. This is it's one like of they them. opened up the back of the union suit and just shed out the greatest story ever told. They did one after another. They totally Daniel Plain viewed it. <laughs> so anyway, so so while we're we're going ahead to the album, they have played it a bunch in between, right? But here, let's listen to the album version. Yeah. Oh, listen to that bass. Quasar. Yeah, I like that. It's all like high end and low end, not a lot of mid range in here. But listen to Jerry, just straight wah guitar. I mean, the tightness relative to that last version, it was so loose. Oh yeah. It sounds a lot more familiar now. 
That first version really threw me for a loop. Yeah, it's so different. I was like, maybe I never heard this song before. I'm like, oh yeah, now I know. It's, it's crazy how it much has changed. Yeah. This part right here is pretty cool. I like the orchestrated shit there. It's Caribbean. You're Caribbean. Shh. <laughs> I'm giving it away. Biblical shit in his oh, yeah. lyrics. Like Samson and Delilah. That's a cover though. Yeah, yeah, I know, but he chose it, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Phil is a lot more straight ahead than usual here. Just really straight ahead. I feel like Bobby, since it's a weird album, had some say in that. It's like, Phil, just play more straight ahead. <laughs> I don't think Bobby tells anybody how to play. Especially not Phil. Well, Jerry threw him down the stairs, apparently. Oh, yeah. That guitar sounds so good. Too. It's a different sounding wah. Because he used that color sound wah instead of a box wah, which has a completely different sound to it. Wait, this? Which one is this? Color sound. Yeah. It's not the Hendrix wah. No. I like this one better. Yeah! For best. Gary. The fucking best! Yeah. All those fucking trippy, tripped out playing in the bands from like Europe 72. That's Jerry yeah. and his color sound. Color sound. Uh, yeah, really good. Um, I got the full tone wah. Yeah. Called the Clyde. And yep. it has a color sound setting on it. Nice. Yes. It's it's a very like high endy. Yeah, but it, although that whole that whole recording was was weird, sure like was. they scooped out the whole they scooped out the whole middle, and it's just like low end and high end, and it's all they got. Mm, I know. But it was, but uh, Jerry sounded great. Yeah, that was no. So that one sounded more familiar. So now I was right. like wigging out in the first one. I'm like, I don't know if I know this the, song. The it's first so one was almost like a like a Buddy Holly type song, or like a you yeah. know, like a like yeah. a fifties style nah, rock and nah, roll. Nah. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. yeah. And now all of a sudden it just turned into oh, Jerry's like, you know what? Keith is gonna play those chords. I'll just fucking jam on my wah the whole time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which yeah. Was it got a little more. Decision. It got a little more gospel there too, right? <laughs> yes, but it is the best decision. Uh, yeah. So let's go to seventy-two, where Jerry was in peak wah. Hmm. Peak, peak wah. He was in. He was in peak wah, Maine. <laughs> peak wah, Kansas. He was on the Pequod, which was Captain Ahab's <laughs> ship. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Queequeg. 
<laughs> Quick, call me Schmishmail. <laughs> and uh, uh, m- m- might I say, good sir, a quick quick. Monomaniacal. <laughs> Corn. Do you, I mean. <laughs> Corn. So, Stanley Theater, New Jersey, Jersey City, Jersey, Jersey, double Jersey, Jersey squared. Coming at you. Squirzy. <laughs> Yay. 72, right? <laughs> yep. Is that- yep. Oh, wait, the whistle? Who did a whistle? (laughs) Just Bob. Mickey did the whistle. Oh, Bobby? The wah is so good. I know. Oh, my God. Yeah, so good. I mean, he's so good at it. Really he doesn't just rock it with the beat. It's no, crazy. he's not. He's not. He's like doing it intentionally. He's, yeah. People that just wah every note. This is a crappy wah, but yeah. What he wants to do with it is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then he does it. It's crazy. And Donna is awesome on this song. Yeah, yeah. It's right in our, right in our wheelhouse. Jerry. Yeah, so good. He never clicks off that wah, no. does he? He's even doing the <laughs> wah on the chords now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love it. This part is crazy. There's a lot going on in this part. It's crazy jazzy Caribbean shit. Yeah. I'm really listening for the keyboards and I'm failing. It's piano. Yeah, it's key. And yeah. <laughs> He's just noodling. He's just noodling. He's having so much fun. Yeah. Jerry just does whatever he wants. There's, there's, there's not like a written part for him. He's just going to do whatever. I love these. That's why that's... We can talk about that, but that's the beauty of a Bobby song. <laughs> Among other things. Yeah. Oh, and what is better than Jerry as background singer? Is he doing that here? Yeah. I didn't pick that up. His greatest background singing performance of all time is on Weather Report Suite. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, Jerry. So nice. They're stretching it out. Yeah. Good. to the moon. Yeah. Oh, right there. Really nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's making it a little weird. It's making it a little weird. What is that? Do you know what it is? No. 
to use on this podcast in particular when something like that happens it's just ambrosial when that happens <laughs> that's what it that when I, when that hits when it hits you like that it's crazy oh, man. I mean, think something blew up <laughs> <laughs> my my mind my brain everybody's brain <laughs> Woo. Uh, so yeah so who's got the cigarettes <laughs> that was september 28th 1972 Stanley Theater, yeah. Jersey City, New Jersey. Um, so wow. So, uh, so wow. Two differences between that version and the version from eighteen months prior. A lot of differences. So like. Jerry's playing on a Wawa. Number one, yeah, which he did on the album, but yeah. yeah. Um, the, but the the two things to talk about. Number one, at the very beginning of that first version, he says. Um, I think I smell like corn chips. Corn. <laughs> so, um, okay. So at the, the very beginning, um, remember Bobby said something about uh, Phil wants to call this the pump song. Yeah. 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 Pump handle song. Yeah. So apparently uh, Robert Hunter wrote the lyrics to the rhythm of a pump in Mickey Hart's well. Okay. So he wrote the butt. I guess was like the pump yeah. when they turned the pump on in Mickey Hart's well. He used to have ranch. So it's kind of like a lot of people say that they write songs to like train rhythms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mickey Hart's first solo album, Rolling Thunder, this song was titled Pump Song. Uh oh, he had he had this song on his album as well. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that's pretty weird. So, words by Hunter, music by Weir on this one. Was this before Bobby started uh, working with Barlow, or is this? Um... Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know if there's any Weir Barlow songs that predate this one. There's that yeah, famous. Because he did a lot, where... like with. 
Hunter. Weir did stuff with Hunter up until, wasn't it playing? I thought it was playing in the band. Was the first Barlow? No. Mm. It, yeah, because Greatest Story Ever Told, I think, came before playing in the band. And then I'm playing in the band. We, uh, that was Hunter and Weir. And at that point, Hunter got so fed up with Weir. Barlow came along. <laughs> Apparently, Hunter's, Hunter's quote is, you can have him. <laughs> <laughs> why was he? Why was he fed up with him? I don't know. I guess he was yeah. tough to work with. I can tell you that. Remember when I said Quasar? <laughs> I was like, Quasar? Yep. Uh, Hunter wrote the lyric, guitar. So on that very yeah. first version, Bob Weir says, Moses comes riding up on a guitar. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I, yeah, no. I didn't hear him say Quasar. No, yeah. and then well, Quasar's better. He changes to Quasar. Way better. I don't think Hunter was excited about that. No, but it's still better. But anyway, <laughs> Hunter was wrong. The lyrics are totally biblical. I don't know anything about the Bible, so I don't have anything to say about any of that. Um... It's anyway. <laughs> I mean, do you have any insight to give? It's the Bible. Abraham, Isaac. Yeah. There's a well. That's uh, you know, that's that's uh, Old Testament. That 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 should be your shit. <laughs> that's my wheelhouse. Yeah, it should be. Let's leave it in the wheelhouse. Um, I don't. I don't have. No, I don't know. Um, went to Catholic school. You'd think that I'd know some shit, Abraham. Was I think Abraham wasn't Abraham the one that had to like kill his sons or like he was about to kill his son and God said no no yeah that was Isaac because Isaac yeah. is Hebrew for laughter and Rebecca uh, Abraham's wife was like two hundred years old when she got pregnant and so when they she found out she was pregnant she laughed she laughed because she didn't <laughs> believe it and then God was like hey remember that kid you could, thought you could never have and then I made you kill have that baby yeah go fucking kill him and then he was like oh all, all the single babies and he was like psych just fucking kill a ram and that's why we blow shofar right so why are you trying to pretend like you didn't get any of that shit well I got that part <laughs> that's the whole fucking but I'm but how does any of that relate to the rest of this song I don't know but um we finished the bottle, <laughs> then broke into mine. I like that. I like that one. Yeah, having to do with that shit we just talked about. Oh, the left-handed monkey wrench. That's also funny. Uh, yeah, that's interesting, though. I mean, because, you know, you know how... Do you know about right-handed screws and how, like, the whole universe is basically right-handed? It, it, it's, it is built into the basic fabric of our universe like dna turns like, right-handed yeah yeah that that is like but it's not just dna it's like molecules it's like it's like everything just like works that way which is crazy it's well, built in the fabric of the universe it's, it's just our crazy universe. unless it's crazy unless you're dealing like if you live on a slope and everything is slanted you're like yeah of course everything's slanted <laughs> so if we live on a spiral right-handed slope no of course everything spiral right-handed slopey but the universe like it, not that the, not that it's is it the universe a, a big spiral yeah, i don't know yeah i mean when look i see at it galaxies. on tv it is yeah galaxies are i mean that's what, that's what's so crazy like it made a choice it picked okay i can go left-handed right-handed all right i'm going with the right like it, it why why i don't know anyway it's crazy well that and, and i'll tell you who's bucking that trend australian toilets and Santa. So I've been led to believe. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's different. Totally different. Let's jump ahead two years. I had a 73. It was also awesome, but let's just go right to 74. June 16th, 1974, Des Moines, Iowa. Remember a couple of shows ago where you were like, 
Have they played every city? The answer is <laughs> yes. Welcome Des to Moines. Des Moines. <laughs> June 16th, 1974. Des Noyers. Aww. <laughs> right? Phil. Yep. Bobby really likes his vocals up front. I mean, Jerry just like does whatever, right? And that's like. Yes! Do whatever he wants to do. Yeah. Kind of doing whatever he wants. Yeah, to. and Keith is back on keyboards. Oh yeah, it's like a Fender yeah. Rhodes, right? Yeah. I almost feel like the piano is better though. I like that mellow vibe. It is cool, yeah. Um, because everyone else is going so crazy, and that's just like a mellow. It is. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Jerry, Jerry's sound is very distant. Yeah. Got a lot of reverb on there right now. It's like he's at the bottom of a bean can. <laughs> he's at the yeah. bottom of a can. There's a lot more reverb. The, the wah is awesome, but way more reverb than before. A can of beans. Can of beans. A can of spam. I'll tell you. The, uh, yeah, the quality of this one, I'm wishing I hadn't even chosen it. <laughs> you don't think the mix is good? Not really. No, I agree. Shut it down. <laughs> we can take this, these vocal parts out, but after this, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna play the 73, and it just pick. Yeah. When we go back, we'll pick one of them. Okay. Okay. I mean, I really like. I actually really like Jerry's like super reverbed out tone. And li listen to the uh, keys and Bobby right here. Speak for us. Yeah, I don't 
know what she wants. Donna, speak for us. Do it. <laughs> Jerry's speaking for us right now, right? For those that do not have a voice. Maybe too much, John. Nope. Leave, leave nope. Perfect. Too much for me. Uh, I couldn't hear Jerry when she was doing that, though. Dude! Yeah, the keyboards are nailing it now. Crushing it. Bobby has a wall on too now? Meow, meow, meow. I think it did. It sounds like it, but I don't know if it's just, is it that or is it phasing with the keyboard? I can't tell. I think it was. I think it, yeah. I think it was Bobby with the wall. <laughs> I think they both had the wall. I mean, all right. So then that was, that was June 16th of 1974, right? Right. And then the Farewell 74 shows at Winterland in October. Winterland? Winterland. <laughs> did I say like that? <laughs> you did say Winterland. Okay, Winterland the, the, Arena. The, San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, the Winterlanders. So those were like... The famous people who occupy the Winterlands. <laughs> exactly. So this is... Uh, that was like the Farewell show before... You know, the show is before the... Um, Yes, hiatus. Yep. Hiatus, I believe it's pronounced. Before the coitus. <laughs> and then they didn't play it again until 1979. Why would they? <laughs> and in fact, they brought it back February 17th. Some people forget that. 1979. February. February. <laughs> Fur, Furbury. Fur, Furbury. Furbury. <laughs> February 17th, 1979, Oakland Coliseum Arena, Oakland, California. A very famous show because it was. Why? Mm-hmm. There, Jerry's birthday. Nope. Come on. <laughs> you know that's August know, 1st. It's in August. I know. Sorry. <laughs> February 1779, February. February. Last show with the Godshaws. Oh, before Keith got sick. He got sick, right? No, they just fired their asses. Did they really? Yeah. But then he got Yeah, sick. you'll notice there's like no Keith really in this. It, it, he's just done. Oh, because they fired them because he was just kind of like not doing it, right? He was just... I remember at some point, like Jerry was talking about, he would just like... Muy drugas. Well, A lot of drugs. Yes, yes. Muchos but, but he, drugos. And at some point, he would just... Um, mirror what Jerry was doing, just play the same thing Jerry played and just like... And he was, yeah, like, he was not counterpointing and challenging Garcia like you wanted. For sure. Yeah, he was just like repeating the same lines Jerry would do. Yeah, whatever. So, last show, not sure if it's they knew it was going to be the last show or if they tried to do something special and it didn't work out and that's why it became the last show. I don't know. But at this February 17th show... Furbury. Furbury. There were a ton of bust outs. 
including this song, Greatest Story Ever Told, which they started off the first set with. Busty, a busty show. It's Randy. <laughs> no, busty. Yes. <laughs> Busticular. Dude, don't say that. Why not? You could get busticular cancer. <laughs> I have terrible busticular cancer. Stop it. I'm leaving it in. I'm leaving it in. Oakland Coliseum. Bye-bye. Godshaws, welcome back. Greatest story ever told. <laughs> By the way, I think all of these that I'm using tonight are Charlie Miller remixes. So thank you again, Charlie Miller. Thanks, Johnny. I like this oh, beginning yeah. they do. Yeah. Others come riding up on a quasar. Bells are jingling, doors are jarred. Still not giving up that walk. No. Don't you dare. Still a lot of reverb too. Kept the reverb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Something is underwater. Jerry's underwater. He's under beans. He's under beans. He's in a canopy. Jerry's trapped under some beans. Wow. <laughs> Motherfucker eating beans. <laughs> I'm not gonna let you say a word without me blasting this wah on you. <laughs> no, he just does. He's, he's the whole time, like lyrics or no lyrics, he's just doing it. Imagine him standing like an inch in front of Bobby and looking dead in the eyes while he's doing it the whole Stay, time. Just staring at him. Yep. Back to the crowd. Right, right, in, right in front of him, between him, yeah. Bobby and the crowd. Yeah, back to the crowd. Staring, just staring into the face. <laughs> just playing, just whining. He moves his wah pedal right in front of Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> He's like leaning forwards as far as he can without falling down. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. I love it. Dude, double stop the sing there. Yeah. So good. It almost sounds like the Ottawa. And this is like peak long, dark, uncombed hair, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. The sunglasses. Yeah. Just starting on the gut. Just unkempt. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. Donna still sounds great. Yeah. She never lost it. <laughs> yeah, he's he's all over this. He switched to Mutron too. That's no longer a Y, right? It's insane. It's, insane. it's auto yeah. Y, yeah. After 77, he's using that auto wall all the time. Woo! 
man. Way up in the meatly meatlies. <laughs> I got down in the chugga chuggas. <laughs> Really dominating right oh. now. It sounds like Keith's on the, the piano again, though, right? I don't know what Keith's doing. I just mostly hear Bobby. Well, try to listen. Make an effort. <laughs> dominated that performance maybe yeah undemocratically dominated faces Thank you. hey if your keyboardist is asleep and it's the first song of the first set at some point you have to just be like <laughs> climb on my back guys yeah. <laughs> well apparently yeah. yeah so i got one more i got one more for you that's it yeah you told me like to keep it sweet short and sweet Oh, we're not even at an hour and a half with recording time. <laughs> well, I don't know what to say. Dude, can I tell you, my, my sister, she's been listening to the podcast, and she's like, every time he laughs, I'm worried for his health. It sounds like, it sounds like he's going to die. Tell her I got a CPAP. <laughs> Calm her it's nerves. It's not helping. What's why 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 is this happening to you? Why do you laugh like that? What's going on? Have you always laughed like that? What's happening? <laughs> not well. <laughs> That's not like a, a a Nick Cage delivery right there. That was some sweet acting. You acted the hell out of that. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not well. I'm a prickly pear. <laughs> I'm a prickly pear. <laughs> I love that scene. Oh, that, that is a sad. That's a very sad it's movie. Very disturbing. Yes. Wait a minute. Can I tell you? Um, <laughs> before, before you go on, can I tell you how? What just how, happened to your voice? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You turned into like a whooping crane. I think for a second there. I got really excited. I think you whooped. <laughs> Can I tell you how oh, I described one movie? Go for it. Let me describe oh, this dude, movie. Please. See if see if you can figure out which movie this is. Okay. She's like, this girl, this woman, she was very sad. She didn't like Christmas because her father one year tried to act like Santa and he got stuck Gremlins. in the Yes, 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 but that's, but that's, she didn't say anything about the fucking gremlins, dude. She just talked that's about how she them. described gremlins. <laughs> yeah, dude, I heard her. I overheard this talking to, this is online, talking to her class, <laughs> doing online school, and she's describing gremlins, and she's just talking about how the girl's dad gets stuck oh, in the chimney and dies. Fucking that's, word. That's the whole story. I can't believe you got it. I can't believe you got it. <laughs> That's an amazing story. <laughs> That's but honestly, to she not never mentioned the gremlin. <laughs> a single she never mentioned a single mugwai or a single fucking gremlin. <laughs> the whole story was uh, the whole story for her was about a woman whose father died in the chimney on Christmas. The oh end. The mother fucking, fucking end. Anyway, <laughs> let's celebrate America's birth. 
I don't want to. Ten, I hate it. Ten years later, <laughs> our our nation's birth. July 4th, 1989. Ready for it? Yeah. Brent. Not a great recording. Still the walk. Is it still Ottawa? I think so. Yes, sounds like say yes. Nice. 
Yeah. Oh, a cord! Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Fucking double Bill cord. Yeah. Bill. Uh, fill up. Fill up. Fill up. Fill up. Fill. I mean. Aren't you glad that I found that Philip Phil Muppets thing? Yes. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It's perfect. It's perfect. So uh, I liked that one because just Phil was so high in the mix. It, it's not really Phil, about the Phil, song, yeah. but that mix is just great. So I know we're at a minute and some an hour. And I, I know that we're. At, <laughs> I know that we're at. <laughs> An hour. I know. If there's one thing there. I know. But I did have one more version from back in 73 that I thought might be fun to listen to. We d- Let's motherfucking do Let's it. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back to the old. Uh, yes. Manual. Manual law. <laughs> and Phil. Yep. Oh, he's yeah, Phil is so on right here. Don't I mean rhythmically? Crushing it. And the keyboards? Yep. Back to the piano. Good. A little more up in the mix there. Oh, uh, everything just sounds so perfect on this one. It's a really nice recording. Yeah. Drums are a little in the back. Not quite as up front as I'd like, but a little distant sounding. And Bobby's voice is great in this era. Oh, yeah. He's a great singer. so much energy I know. Vocals, you know it's like how do you keep doing that you're a fucking pro he's the youngest he's the baby the thread a little bit there. I think Jerry doing whatever is detrimental <laughs> to that part. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. That's nice. That's nice. Oh, bluegrass walk down shit.
down, way down the grungy, grungy notes. I like the, I like the, the piano here, just kind yeah. of banging it out. Oh, Jerry's just making some runs. Of that energy on the vocals, just like Bobby. Oh my just fucking word! Donna's just screaming into that microphone. Oh, I need a moment. Those versions where he goes into that Saint Stephen jam, man. <laughs> uh, the first one I think was a little bit better than this one, but this one, man. Uh, when you feel it, wow, you feel those- it. Yeah, yeah. He just uh, that was what a what a great idea. I mean, he knew he had something, and he did it. I don't know how many times he did that, but man, what a good idea. Cool. I mean, cool. I'm glad we went back and yeah. played that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was good. <laughs> Holy fucking shit! You're upsetting my sister. Don't laugh like that. <laughs> Wait, what? Is she there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, she listens. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't like your laughter. It hurts her. In China. <laughs> man, China. <laughs> Ow, my man, China. So. Keyboard corner. Back from the tubes. <laughs> Guy from the tubes. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. That 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 uh, recording of you saying "guy from the tube" it just sounds so funny. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that in the first place? I don't know. <laughs> so because <laughs> I have mental problems. <laughs> I have mental problems because I can't um, control my voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought. I mean, um, yeah, it started out with the organ, and that must was it. Pig pen in the first version, seventy one, right? It's a piggy pen. They're both there. I don't. I. I couldn't tell you who's playing that. But it's organ in the first Wait, one. Hold on a second. No, oh, that was. That was February of seventy one. February. <laughs> February. <laughs> February. <laughs> February. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so yeah. What's it got to do with nothing? Well, yeah, that was Pigpen. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because Keith didn't come till October of '71. <laughs> yeah, Oregon. Then, and I liked pow, it. Pow. I liked what he did. It had a completely oh, yeah. different feel oh, to it. Well, the the whole song was just a different. It's just a different song. Yeah. Um. And then the the piano I thought was really but the, but like you said moving to that um, Fender Rhodes or whatever it was like mm-hmm. just real chill like I, at a nice mellow tone I liked to that it. too and on Ace it was all on the, yeah. the second version we heard the version from Ace there were studio yeah. that was already Keith yes yeah. but I think it was piano then wasn't it 
No. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember. But I, it was the next either. one, though, where it was like that super... For sure. Super mellow, mellow Fender Rhodes yeah. kind of... Just yep. found a great... It found a great spot in the mix. And it sounded like um, eventually, you know, Keith kept that... I think Keith went back to piano and then Brent went with the like electric piano. I mean, normal piano, but electric, whatever. And um, yeah. And it sounded okay. It wasn't. I don't think Brent had a huge thing. I, his vocals contributed more than his keyboards. I think did to the to the song. I at think that time. so too. I mean, this song's just it's just all about Jerry's wah. Jerry's wah. Yeah. I mean, come <laughs> on, you know, we, we, keyboard corner is over. We ha- we have to talk about Jerry's, Jerry's wah. wah. Is insane. And not not just his wah, but like his he just plays whatever the fuck. <laughs> Oh, the whole time, and just like, and, and he's and he's doing and right. the, the, the manual wah, and then into the auto wah, and then once he switches over to the auto wah, he just stuck with that after yeah. that. But it's, the seventy nine, he turned on the auto wah, right? But it, yeah, and then the eighty one nine, whatever, yep. too. Yeah, yeah. For, but the um, <laughs> I I love that it's like it's very similar to me to like um, uh, what's the one where the um. Me and my uncle, uh, yeah, where we're Jerry. He doesn't Jerry's, play one. No, that. but Jerry's just in the background ripping the whole time. I mean, yes. like those Bobby country-esque songs I love because Jerry's just fucking ripping licks the whole time in the yeah. background and he doesn't have to really pay attention. He's just fucking paying attention to ripping licks. <laughs> so it's yeah. fucking great. But this one um, I liked. It was, uh, I picked this one again because I think Ace is an important album. That everybody's got to listen to. <laughs> to mankind. Right. Yeah. I think, I think, I mean, it, it hipped me to some shit and I'm privy to all the new shit, <laughs> which I wasn't previously. And uh, yeah, I, I just, because uh, all those songs are just dead tunes to me, you know, and a lot of people. Well, and it's crazy. We, well, on this show, we're going to listen to a lot of dead tunes. I would hope so. And yes. Not anymore in this episode, though. We are done. Again, though, similar to last week, a little surprising. We talked about going to a Bobby tune. I would have thought it would have been like Sugar Magnolia or, you know, like one of those ones that everybody thinks of. But maybe those, I I mean, the premise of this show is to like talk about how things change. And if they don't change or if they are very obvious, maybe it's not as cool or right. important. Right. And then so gonna be, we have to find the diamonds in the rough, like really dig out the gems. Um, this one I liked because it it spanned. Like I said, like there are no, there are not really other than uh, you know the other one. You know, what about, like, Bobby what about Sugar Magnolia? Or, that, or, yeah, that. But like other than that, other than that, and the other one, like as far as like sixties Bobby songs go, like right. We but we've started songs that started that later for sure. Yeah, we have. But I wanted to. I like wanted to have Bobby get a lot of or on, on the like first that. Bobby song. I wanted to give like a good spectrum. Yeah, no, no it's good. Like, I, I love Born Cross-eyed. I'll listen to fucking five different versions in '69, and that'd be a great show for me. Like I fucking love that song, dude. There's no reason to not do that, as I would be super fucking psyched about that. Obviously, yeah, well, I'm not. Now I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> This uh, episode is off the rails. <laughs> the whole thing. From the beginning. Yeah, I came in hot right from the beginning. <laughs> no. Yeah, you did. And it was a lot of you talking. I came in hot. <laughs> so what? You'll have one. 
When? I'm waiting. I keep waiting for that to happen. <laughs> Start right now. <laughs> Too late. Too late ruined. Okay, well, Too late ruined. We've had our chance. <laughs> well, you had your chance. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The recording ran out. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, uh, yeah, I've, I've definitely had my um, morning snack chances for sure. I've definitely spoken a lot of morning snacks. That was a lot. I had to, but you know, for I just like had a plan. Alligator. I knew I was gonna have short songs, and I had a good plan for the morning snack. I thought it'd be good to like good. drop some shit. It's good. I'm, I'm just, I'm definitely gonna keep in everything I said in the morning snack, and then cut out some of what you said. That's fine. <laughs> I trust you. Um, um, but you know, I, I'm super psyched about uh, that morning snack actually, and this song was good too. I at first when it first started, I'm like, oh, what the hell? But then, uh, crazy, some right? of the some of the best moments I think um, that I've had on the show, you know, with that, with, when he did that St. Stephen jam and the first time I heard I mean, it, I was just uh, right. Blown away. Right. Yeah. 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 Simply, simply blown super away. fun. Yeah. And I like, um, I like the shows I think are more fun and, and better when I do the research. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I put, yeah. I put, I put a lot of, t- it takes a lot of time, but I put it in and I think it's fun. So I think we did it all and said it all. We did. Now I got to put some fucking tracks on top of each other. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, as tracks always, the um, tracks, uh, on tracks. tracks on tracks, we have to do say that we can reach us at uh, GD Codenames at Gmail um, mm-hmm. and then all the social meds, social media, Twitter, GD Codenames, um, Instagram, GD code names. Uh, we got to do more. Yeah, with we that. don't. We don't have anything to sell you guys or any way to monetize this. We're not interested in that right now. All, all we want to know is right now. I mean, don't, don't, don't count it out. Are, any, any stop, second stop. now, we're gonna stop, monetize stop. the fuck out of this. I'm gonna say that over again. That's not what I meant. <laughs> um, none of this shit is monetized. We don't have any real social media. There's no ads or anything like that. But all we want to know is if this is interesting at all. Or and what we could do better, or what, what we could you do like. better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let us know. No, but I think even even Reddit. after even after saying it the second time, in a second now we can monetize the fuck out of this. <laughs> I don't think we can. No merchandising, dude. Merchandising. <laughs> yeah, I think the answer is plastics. No, it's t-shirts. <laughs> the answer is t-shirts with awesome graphics made by me. I think it's rubbers with my face on them. <laughs> That's uh, right at the tip. <laughs> yeah. Your nose is the tip. <laughs> and and behind my head is like a one of those like cart uh, comic strip thought bubbles. Yeah. And it says, I'm going in. <laughs> yeah. And I'm right. doing that thing where you're like my hands are like in pray I have like praying hands, mm-hmm. but instead of an, instead of under my chin, they're like in front of my nose, like I'm diving in. Dive, yeah. The dive. Dive, yeah. dive. Diving hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm praying. And, and then I'm in. saying, I'm going in. Right. <sighs> okay. Wait, wait, well. wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. The thought bubble says, I'm going in. <laughs> or, or. I'm going in. Cover me, Porkins. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and Porkins is your right ball. <laughs> Yeah, I could also just say cover me, Porkins. <laughs> All right. Cover me, Porkins. Go All for right. it. Judge not. Lest ye be judged. 